the habits we do are a portion of what we believe about the world and what we believe about God in our life, right? We said if you wake up tired because you go to bed late, you believe that your body will always be fine and it's never going to suffer and it's always going to have energy and it's almost like you're like a God of unending energy. We've looked at two habits so far the last couple weeks. One was you know, asking the question, how do we show hospitality? In what ways do we show hospitality to the people we know, but more so, how do we show hospitality to the stranger? We saw how when Scripture speaks of hospitality, it literally means love of stranger. How do we advocate for the hospitality of stranger. Just last week, we thought about our habits of rest, God providing the gift that we call the Sabbath, a day where we rest from the, the normal work of our life and take time to connect with God and allow God to rejuvenate us. We ask ourselves, too, how can our practices of Sabbath the ways that we are rejuvenated and find rest in God, how can that benefit our neighbors and the people that we come in contact with on a daily basis? And today we think, we think about listening. I hope you heard that theme within some of the new music that we heard this morning. If you take time to listen, you'll hear a lot of different sounds throughout the week. In my office, I spent a moment just being quiet, and I heard the cars and trucks as they traveled down Kalamazoo, some of them louder than others, depending on what the exhaust system sounded like. I heard planes as they would bank towards Ford Airport and begin their descent. I hear the phone, which occasionally rings from time to time. I hear the HVAC units like we do right now as they circle the air throughout the building. I heard music playing at Cindy's desk, which is a fixture that always happens. One of the first things she does as she comes in is puts on some worship music in the background, and if you're quiet in my office, I can hear it. I can also hear the little pitter-patter of the keyboard clicks as she works on the next bulletin or the next weekly newsletter. I can also hear the pitter-patter of the squirrel that runs across the roof to the tree that's right next to the window in my office. More recently, if it gets windy, I can hear the tree as the branch hits the side of the building and it makes me realize, yeah, maybe we need to cut that back a little bit. The sounds that we hear often gets us thinking about other things. Sometimes we could, instead of calling them sounds, we could call it noise. The sounds we listen to can become noise when they distract us from 
what we are intending to think about. I'm not really someone who's used to quiet. I have five children at home, and they know how to make noise. I think it was one of the traits they got from their father. You know, soundproofing has done wonders to to make things happen to where we can reduce the amount of noise and extra things we hear. Cars add noise dampening technology so you don't hear the road noise as you're driving. There's also these things that I recently got, sound-canceling headphones. You know, these things are pretty interesting. You put them in your ear, and active noise cancellation works to make a noise the exact opposite wavelength of the surrounding sounds, and because of them being exact opposite wavelengths, they effectively cancel each other out, and you end up with quiet. I have to be honest, sometimes I'll go like this when I'm at home, and I won't have anything playing. I'll just use it to make some more quiet. So I can not hear all the noise, all the activity that's going on. Even when I put them in right there, I didn't hear the HVAC system at all. All this talk about noise makes us come into the point where we're thinking about how do we listen well? When we encounter so much noise and so much extra sound within the world, how do we listen well? How do we listen well amidst the consistently and constant nature of breaking news or news articles? How do we listen well with the constant noise and drone of social media in our life? How do we listen well with the noise of society and various priorities clamoring for our attention? How do we think of our habits of listening? We're going to take ourselves to James chapter 1, uh, that's students, if you have your Bible with you, that's page 1,538. In the Black Bibles, that's page 977. And we're going to use uh, this, this uh, passage in James as a, a jumping off point for us as we think about listening says this, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. I know that I am probably not the most qualified person to talk about listening because, man, I know I am just really good at talking, right? 
maybe we know those people that just can't keep their mouth shut. And I am probably one of those people that you know that always somehow talks. But there's a, a quote that I read recently from Kerry Newhoff, a leadership guru. He said, if you listen longer than most people listen, you'll hear things most people don't hear. In our society, we value that quick and instant reaction. That first thought that comes to mind, man, we ought to, we'd ought to say that right now, otherwise that might be gone. I see that in, in a lot of the ways the, the news is reported. Every now and then there's this thing that comes back that's like a retraction. Oh, we said this, but that wasn't actually true. Or if, if you, you watch anything like the NFL around the draft time, there's instant reactions about whether this person was picked over this person, all these things that really probably don't matter because the people haven't proven their ability in the NFL. We like quick responses to emails and text messages and phone calls. We keep our phones at hands or arm's length. I don't have mine on me today, but we, so we can respond quickly. And sometimes if we don't get that response in the time that we felt was appropriate, we'll make sure to give another call or send another email or send that text messages because maybe they didn't get it the first time. Everything clamoring for our attention. And James says, be quick to listen and slow to speak. I wonder, I wonder it is who we're to listen to right here. Because I think we need to be, be careful about who we listen to. You know, if we listen longer than most people listen, then we'll hear what most people don't hear. But what if we're listening to the wrong people? What if we're hearing the wrong things? What if we're listening to the people that tell us that we're worthless? People that are overly critical and always have something negative to say about the best possible thing that happened? What if we listen to the people that say God is unimportant? Trust in God is only for weak people. What if we listen to the noise that says that you're never going to be enough? That God really doesn't love you? What if we ask, or what if we listen to that noise that happens in our own brain that says, will God really forgive me? Does God really forgive me? Where is it that, that we're to listen to? Who is it that we're to listen to? And I think we can, we can listen to a couple different things. First, 
being quick to listen to God. We listen to His Word. We, we gather together every week to listen to His Word. Jesus had a phrase. He said, He who has ears, let him hear. We hear that phrase too in the, in the book of Revelation. He who has ears, let him hear. It's that statement that says those who listen longer than most people listen will hear things that most people don't hear. They will hear things with their spiritually attuned ears. And Jesus, in John chapter 10, He says that His sheep know His voice. His sheep know His voice and will be able to listen to what He says. For when we listen longer than most people listen, we'll hear what most people don't hear. Scripture says in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 34, Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. We know that when God speaks His Word, the prophet Isaiah, he said this as, the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it blood and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Those who listen longer than most listen will hear things most people don't hear. And I wonder, are we practicing? Are we, we putting the habit of listening into our life so that we can recognize the voice of the Savior as He speaks His words to us in the midst of all the noise that we hear on a daily basis? The noise of the news and the noise of society and the noise of social media. We're invited to listen communally. Just yesterday, Laura, Casey, Emily and I, Ta and Len, we returned from an opportunity to listen communally. We were down at um, a Christian camp with the opportunity to hear God's Word, oh, three hours a day preached at multiple different times. We were letting students get away from the noise that was in life, even the noise that their cell phones provided as they were gathered and put in a safe place for those four days. Even us adults were able to get away from the noise that invades our mind hearing God's Word preached. If we listen longer than most people listen, we'll hear things most people don't hear. We listen communally when we gather like this on Sunday. We listen 
and we hear as we sing to one another and to God. We, we listen as we hear the truth of Scripture through song, the truth of God's character as we hear that through prayer. We listen and hear the truth of God's coming kingdom as we pray for God's work here in the world. We listen and we hear God's Word wash over us as we we read the words of Scripture, as we respond together, as we confess our sin and hear of God's grace. We listen communally, but we're also invited to listen individually, aren't we? We're, We're given the opportunity to listen when we rest our head on the pillow. Perhaps we try to listen to the ways that God is speaking to us of the way that we've seen His presence in our lives that very day. We listen as God wakes us up and instead of grabbing for our phone and thinking about what might be today, we listen to the Lord and let Him set the agenda for our life through His Word, rooting us and grounding us so that we will not be thrown off by the noise of anxiety, that we would not become people unable to listen. God's invitation to listen silences the doubts and the anxiety that is just natural to our heart. He invites us into times of listening prayer. He invites us into times where we can read His Word. He invites us into times where we can meditate and hear uh, devotions maybe preached to us through those small, salient pieces of paragraph. Sometimes we need to remember that when we listen to God and listen to His words, that His voice and His speech to us is just not to convey information to us. It's not so we know the next most important thing about James chapter 1, verse 19. It's not so we know in our head the next salient point about God's love from 1 John. It's not knowledge, and it's not for the sake of knowing. God's words work to change things. God's words, when we hear them and listen to them and obey them, works to transform lives and hearts and minds, to bring lasting effects into our life. When you listen longer than most people listen, you'll hear things most people don't hear. We've all had it. I've sometimes been this person. The person that's looking at you and it looks like they're listening. Emily's ears just perked up. And they're not listening. There's this scene in the Lego movie which my kids recently watched and there's this character, Emmett, And he's realizing that there's more happening in the Lego world than he realizes. 
or at least he first knew, and there's a character trying to give him an idea of everything that's happening and what they're supposed to be doing, and her name is Wildstyle, and Wildstyle tells Emmett all of these things, and Emmett's mind just wanders, and he says, I think I got it, but just in case, repeat everything you said, I wasn't listening. Are we those people that look like we're listening and look like we're attentive, but reality, we're distracted by all the noise? The Lord wants us to to bring within our life the habit of listening. This is why I say I'm probably the least qualified person in the room to be doing this. But if we listen longer than most people listen, we'll hear things most people never hear. We'll hear the voice of the Lord as He speaks to us. And the reason we listen is because of what the Lord does in our life. I love the Lord for He heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy because He turned His ear to me I will call on Him as long as I live. We listen longer than most people listen because it's the Lord who always and consistently listens for the voice of His people. The Lord heard the voices of His people when they were in Egypt subject to slavery. The Lord listened to His people during various amounts of occupation during the book of Judges. He listened to their cry and He sent deliverers. Continually, Israel would cry out to God and time after time, no matter how much they disobeyed God, no matter how much they didn't listen to Him, He continued to extend His grace in His ear his listening ear to his people and responded to the needs that they had in their life. God's great grace meets us as he listened to our need of a Savior and he sent Jesus. Jesus, someone who we could look up to as an exemplary listener, giving ear to those who no one would give ear to. Jesus, he listened to a woman at the well. In that time, typically men wouldn't listen to women, but particularly not even a Samaritan woman. But Jesus stopped, and he listened. Jesus listened to sinners and tax collectors. He listened to children, people image bearers of God that many would overlook. Jesus also showed us how to listen for the voice of the Lord as he would would go up to the mountain and he would go to secluded places so that he would be able to hear the voice of his Father. And Jesus, he... Even though he was such a good listener, 
He even felt the hurt and anguish when his father was distant, when it seemed like his very own father was completely silent, and for him that silence was deadening so much that he was in such mental anguish that he would bleed, he would sweat blood. When we experience the noise of the world just as Jesus experienced the the noise of the world, it can be easy that that would crowd us out, that would crowd us out from listening to God, that would make us feel alone, and it was Jesus who experienced that alone feeling already. Jesus experienced that alone feeling where no one was listening to his cry so we would never experience a moment where no one would ever listen to us. So we would never experience a moment where where God would be so distant that he wouldn't care about our lives. Because of the work of Christ, God always and forever will be bending his ear to what we say, listening for us, and that's why we listen to one another. The Spirit inside us, empowering us to listen longer than most people listen so we can hear what people never hear. The power of the Spirit in us so that we would never experience being alone. And that's why we listen to one another, isn't it? That's why we give ear to other people right here in this room, people who perhaps don't feel like they ever have an opportunity to be heard. When we listen as God listens to us, we convey value. Value that says what you have to say is way more important than whatever ding happens on my phone. What you have to say right now is more important than anything else that's happening right now here in this world. And I want to listen to you. Henry Nouwen, he says this, to listen is very hard because it asks so much of our interior stability that we no longer need to prove ourselves by speeches, arguments, statements, or declarations. True listeners no longer have an inner need to make their presence known. They're free to receive, to welcome, and to accept. When we listen longer than most people listen, We have an opportunity to hear what most people don't hear. We hear God's presence through the Spirit nudging us. He nudges us to go listen to that person who doesn't feel heard. He he nudges us to, to walk across the room and to lend a hand. He nudges us to convey value where people feel unvalued, so that opportunities of the kingdom may be realized not only in our life, but in the lives of those around the world. 
that we would listen to His Word and respond by transformation. That then we would, we would be able to hear and listen to the cries of a changing climate. That we could listen on behalf of species that are close to existence. That we would be able to listen to God's cries of creation regarding deforestation. That we would be able to listen to the cries of those who, who hurt and are in agony because of pain of healthcare concerns or cancers or, or strokes. When we, when we listen longer than most people listen, we'll hear things most people don't hear. When we listen, we know that at the appointed time, God will respond to all those things that we've heard, all those hurts that we've heard as He, he comes and He will renew the world as He will bring His throne from heaven back down to earth, as, as, we will, as He will hear and respond to the cries that He has heard throughout all of the world, as He renews, as he renews our, and glorifies our bodies, removing cancer, removing terminal illness, responding to our tears of and he asks us until that day comes to listen to one another to listen to the, the cries of the way that the kingdom is not as it should be here to, to listen to individuals no matter how important they are no matter how old they are no matter what job title they have no matter what their net worth is that we would listen and convey value to step into the other's experience that as we listen longer than most listen as we hear what they have to say we too could could lift those things up to the lord and so we ask what what does it feel like when we know we've been listened to well? What does it feel like when we know that we have been heard? And how can we, as the Lord's people, make that a habit in our life? To listen to others just as we ourselves want to be listened to. Because when we listen longer than most people listen, We'll hear what most people don't hear. Let's pray. Father, we pray for your spirit to open our ears. We pray for your spirit to silence our inner need to be heard. That when we rest in your presence, we would truly be able to hear you speak to us. And that when we 
seek to listen to one another, you would truly allow us to hear what others say for your glory and for your honor and for your kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.